Hi guys, my name is Tashoy. And my name is Natasha. And welcome, welcome to, to His Word. word. Yeah. We are here to bring you His Word through testimonies. And His Word is here to encourage, uplift, inspire, help, believe, and to trust. So what is a testimony, you may ask? I'll let you know. A testimony is a testament of what God is doing in your life. It is powerful to share your testimony and it will help other people who are going through the exact same thing. So guys, please remember to hear his word, speak his word, and share his word. His His word word is God's word. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode on Testimony Tuesdays. Now this episode is based on salvation part one and part two. Now part two is for next week, um, but we are aware that we've allowed people to speak for a while and we apologise for missing two weeks of no testimonies it's because obviously quarantine happened and because quarantine happened we adapted to quarantine but now that everything's changed again we now have to adapt to the change yeah i'm now back at work full time um my sister has um her course at uni it's just a lot at the moment anyway guys amazing news we have launched the um website so please go online www.hisword.uk we have some exciting things on there to show if you want to explain so on the website, you will have blogs where we're going to be sharing some testimonies, encouragement with you guys so you guys can see what we are actually going through, what we've been through and how we're able to help you if you are going through that situation. We also have the web, the Instagram on there where you can actually click the link, go on Instagram. You'll be able to see everything that's on the Instagram also on the website. We also have our um, testimonies on there as well. So if you you don't have Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Anchor or anything, um, it's all there now on our official website. So our anchor that we have chosen for this part one of salvation is Romans 10 verse 9. And it says that if you confess with your mouth that the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Amen. Amen. So guys, what is salvation? So salvation means to be saved, yeah? So what does it actually mean to be saved? Now online it says that to be saved is to be delivered from sin and its consequences. The um, saving of human beings from death and separation from God. So for me, salvation is forgiveness of sins. So it's you being forgiven for all the sins that you've committed. If you're a Christian, you understand what it means by sins and what the different types of sins are that's um, written in the Bible. So yeah, it's really deliverance from your sins and consequences that you have made in your life before you gave your life to Christ. Yeah, and you know what? It's so important, guys, to be saved in your life. And I'll just try and explain that further. But obviously, like currently, we are in uncertain times, right? We are in times where we aren't aware of what's happening, what's going to happen. So if I was you, I would really like think about everything that's currently happening in your own life. Are you currently happy with how everything is going? Are you content with life? Are you not aware that, you know, there is a God? And if obviously things were to end tomorrow are you going to heaven or are you going to hell or what yeah because obviously like i can't lie covid for everyone even me i kind of feel like it was just a wake-up call i kind of feel like it allowed everybody to just you know 
see that you know anything can happen at any time it's all about reflecting and assessing your personal life to understand if you're actually walking in a way that you want to walk if that makes sense yeah and obviously like christian it's not about being a perfect christian or being like everyone else who's a christian it's about being like god or being in his image you know i feel like a lot of people always say oh yeah you know what christians aren't really for me but why is that you know i feel like people always try to to make excuses as to why they can't be a christian or they can't come to christ you know i kind of feel like anytime anyone knows about god they always they're aware that you know if they are a christian everything is exposed you know how how they behave is exposed because I can't lie to you as a Christian yeah everything that that I do anytime a pastor's preaching I always think oh you know what how can I be a better Christian or how I'm behaving like is this how I'm supposed to behave like is this how God would want me to you know behave or act you know sometimes we don't want to let go of our past we don't want to let go of our ways the things that please the flesh we don't want to give up fornication we don't want to give up partying we don't want to give up drinking but we don't understand that these things are actually leading us to sin these things are actually entertaining the devil himself because bible has told us in scripture that when adam and eve ate the apple from the tree human beings now were injected with the the sinful ways of the devil the ways of the devil because the devil is the one who rules the earth do you understand and the bible tells us in first john 3 verse 9 it says that whoever has been born of god does not sin for his seed remains in him and he cannot sin because he has been born of god hallelujah so when you've been born again and you've accepted jesus you are no longer under sin. Sin does not have dominion over you. Scripture tells us that sin doesn't have dominion over you because you are no longer under the law of the, the devil. You are no, no longer under the law of the world. But because you've been born again, you're cleansed. You've been purified. You've been washed away from all iniquity. A lot of people always say, oh, you know what? Like, I can't be a Christian because, you know, I I, I see other people who are Christians and they're all hypocrites and they're this and they're that but it's not about those other people you know work on your own salvation what are you currently doing in your own life because you know what it's true because you aren't going to heaven based on what other people are doing in their own lives you know if they are saying oh yeah I'm Christian and they are acting like they aren't Christians that that's them you know it's not you Just because you go to church does not mean that you are saved because anyone can go to church. Your parents going to church doesn't mean that you're saved. Your great grandma being a Christian does not make you saved. It takes a preacher for you to be saved. If you're not going to church and hearing the word of God and giving your life to Christ and accepting that Jesus is your Lord and personal saviour, how can then you say that, okay, I don't go to church, but I believe in God and I know that I'm saved? That does not make any sense because you have to have a relationship with God. You have to seek God and you have to know God. I'm not going to lie to you. Natasha was talking about quarantine and all that's happening. You're supposed to reflect and assess. And it's so true because it's better for you to be saved now and focus on God and have a relationship with him than you not knowing God at all. Because you don't know if right now a relative or someone that you know could be in hell right now trying to ask God to send to you a message to repent and turn away from your ways. 
but it will not come to you because God has already chosen his preachers to do that for you. God has already chosen his people to come and preach the word for you because in the Bible, it gave us a story about a rich man and a man named Lazarus. Lazarus went to heaven and the rich man went to hell. And when the rich man saw that Lazarus was entering to heaven, he was pleading to God, pleading to Abraham, sorry, that someone to need to go and send his family message to tell them, listen, hell is real and I need you guys not to come here. So what are you going to do during this time? It's so important for you to actually sit down and think, you know what? What is this salvation thing? Are you going to be interested or are you not going to be interested? This is the perfect time for you to even, you know, say, you know what? I don't want to even, what's the word? Um, basically, we all have the opportunity to be saved because Jesus already saved us. Now, are you going to take that opportunity and seek God now or you're going to let the opportunity go past. Then when it's too late, you're going to be pleading to God on the day of judgment, asking God, how come I never heard? How come I never come to you when I needed to? Um, I really believe that a lot of people before they died, they actually reflect and think about, you know what, God, I know I wasn't right with you, but I'm sorry. When are you going to sit down and be like, you know what, everything that I've been doing in my life wasn't the way God intended it to be that's so true and like a lot of us aren't really happy to be christians again because we know that if we are christians we have to stop everything that we enjoy actually um doing for example like fornication or partying or smoking this or smoking that you know but th these things are not about life like there's a lot more to life than all these things and the more you come into christ the more that you see that you know god has a purpose for you and it's, it's much nicer than what you currently have in your life I feel like people are just too um complacent you know they are too comfortable in how things are right now but you have to be uncomfortable you know in order for things to actually change in your life in order for you to know God you sometimes have to be uncomfortable you know and it's okay to be uncomfortable it's not every day you know be there doing the exact same thing over and over and over again even pastor preached a long time ago and he was trying to explain that a lot of people go around life yeah and they're just dead inside like and then they um, reach an age for, for example like 40 and 50 and then they think oh my god like what's actually happened in my life I haven't done anything in my life because you're walking around doing the exact same thing over and over and over again it gets to a point where you know when are you planning to actually like wake up and actually see that you know god is the only way to having a more fruitful life yeah you want to add in so I wanted to say that as a Christian, it is more than a title. It is not a statement or a quality that you use whenever you feel like using it. It's not. There is more to being a Christian than just a title. And people must see you and say, that is a true believer. That she she or he mm. really believes that Jesus came, resurrected, died for your, for your sake and even went down to hell just to get a certificate to make sure you are good and you can enter into the kingdom of God. If Jesus is saying, I am the way, the truth and the life, why are you not walking with that statement? Why are you not putting on Christ and allowing Christ to increase in you so your flesh can decrease? Because as a Christian, you should be proud to walk around and say, you know what? Yes, I am a Christian. Yes, I attend church. It doesn't matter how many times I attend church a week. I know that I'm a true believer because I am seeking God daily I'm in, I'm in his presence daily and I'm walking around believing that wherever I go Jesus is with me God is with me he's defending me he's guiding me he's leading me yeah. there is so much to it that when you're being when you're saved salvation is so important and I really believe if you actually take time to grow and know God you will see so so much miracles happen in your life I'm going to say something so deep because when I when I when I started my journey and I was really going to church and 
let me rephrase that when as i because obviously we're in lockdown i'm not able to go to church in the in the in the fellowship in person but i've been going in fellowship online now what i really understand is one of the things that made me turn away from my uh, my sinful nature and the fleshly weight the lust of the flesh was my pastor said something very profound and i was like oh my jesus is good thank you lord for sending me this message he was basically explaining that natasha spoke about fornication earlier and I wanted to touch on that quickly. You being with the person that you're with now, he might not, he or she may not be your lifelong partner. He or she may not end up in your marriage. You guys might not end up getting married. Okay. Now look at it like this. You say you guys break up and now they have gone off to be with someone else. They have gone off and married someone else. During that, during this time, that time that you've been in the relationship, you are holding back yourself from actually meeting your your husband that God has intended for you. And you are holding back that person from being in the relationship with his wife. You know how the Bible tells us that a man shall be joined to his wife and become one. God has already intended someone to be in your life. But because you are walking down that route where you're, um, you're being in different type of relationship, it is taking you longer from finding the partner that God has chosen for your life. The longer you're taking for you to understand that because that person is in your life, they are stopping, blocking you from meeting your potential husband, your potential wife. And it's going to lead you to end up even being in more sin. It's going to make you more lost of the flesh. Every time you see each other, you are always in the need to please each other but you're not focusing on pleasing God salvation is all about you pleasing God it's all about you seeking God and wanting you to draw closer to him and have a relationship with him when Adam sinned and Adam and Eve ate the truth from the garden when they were thrown out of God of the garden every sinful nature of the of Satan came upon us you might not understand it now but you will understand it when the time comes a lot of information that we're putting out on this platform you might not get it at first but I promise you, if you take this time to, to reflect and look at your ways and be like, you know what? Everything that I'm doing does not make sense. You'll be, you're 35, you're probably 40, you're probably in your, yes, you can be in your 20s, but all you feel, all you know is partying, all you know is drinking, alcohol and drugs. All you know is girls and having sex and doing this and that. But do you have a relationship with God where you can say, you know what, in my time of need, when I go to God, he hears me. In my time of need, I know that because God knows I'm still trying, he will still have mercy upon me. Yeah. And you know what's amazing as well, yeah? The, the other day I was um speaking to my um friend and we're just talking about how like, when um, God's coming, right? No one will actually know when he's coming. The bell, it will ring, yeah, at school. The bell, it will ring and we won't even know that he's coming. So it's so important, yeah, to really just think about life, yeah. When he comes, are you prepared? When he comes, like, is he coming for you or are you going to be left behind? Be Let me say behind. Sorry, that one was deep. Behind. <laughs> You're going to be left behind, okay? Deep that really quickly because I'm so sorry, guys. I was telling my um, partner as well the other day, I was saying, listen, if I have um, children, right, because I always try to explain, children always think, oh yeah, like my um, dad's a pastor, so it's okay, like I'm off to, um, to heaven. No. no, I'm planning to explain to my children, you are on your own. I'm a Christian, okay, fantastic, but it's after, up to you. After a certain age, you're yeah, on your own. It's up to you, because mate. you now have capacity. When you're young and you don't have capacity, it's the parent's opportunity to grow in that way. And obviously to like teach you all these things. Obviously it's, it's the parent's um, duty to teach you all these things. But after a 
certain age where you're already aware of all these things it's your choice after that if you think oh you know what like i'm not really on it no more that's your own i told him already i said you know what when we have children they're on their own because i can't force you you know i can't i'm able to pray for you but i can't force you to trust and see um god as your personal savior I, I might be a harsh parent but i kind of feel like you know what i was i kind of feel like if everything's in the um, bible yeah and, and you've been attending church and you're hearing the um, word of god if the church isn't touching you find a new church find a new church because i, I kind of feel like people always like stay in the church that isn't for them if it's not for you find a new church but don't be going from church to church to church because it's not ab- about the church anymore it's about you it's you who's the problem first of all you Sorry. are the church you are the church you yeah. are the church if you can't find yourself in a church that's because you're not supposed to be in that particular church yeah god places the right people in this sp- in particular churches for example i remember me and the used to search for churches back in the day and we could not find a church we okay couldn't, we couldn't until um now that i'm older god has god has brought me back into his presence and into his church where i'm a worker of his kingdom and i love to work if you're a worker in god's house and they'd be asking you does God pay? Do, um, do you get paid? Listen, yeah. Do not entertain them. That is the devil himself trying to get you to think, okay, maybe I need to get paid because it's a job. No, no working for God is not just a normal job. It's not a job. Working for, for God is actually a blessing. This is opportunity for you to set a pave a pave way for your children, children, and set you up for generations to come. Everything you do for God is going to be a blessing. You're having eternal life. You don't need to worry about you're red you don't have to you don't need to worry about certain things because god has already patterned you god has already set the pavement for you he has laid the street straight for you he's entering you into a new phase so whatever you're doing getting through right now if you are not saved if you haven't believed and call upon the name of the lord jesus it's about time you need to do that because like when sister natasha said you don't know when god is coming you don't know when jesus is coming on that cloud you don't know when he's coming to take his people back to him the bible told us in genesis 1 that god made us in his image if we are made in his image he's coming back for those who are in his image and if you're not in his image in his church in his house in being in his temple then i'm sorry i know this is hard but you are not going to be one of those who are going to be lifted up and entered into the heavens okay i am sorry to tell you that guys but it's time for you to wake up wake up to the truth the bible tells us that he is the way jesus is the way the truth and the life okay he is the way the only way and i, I kind of feel like as well like even though this may sound like really harsh or whatever it's important to just be aware that we cannot sugarcoat everything forever you know it, it comes to a point where people have to really hear it and if this is how you know it's coming out via the holy spirit then this is how it's coming out you know and i do apologize for anybody who you know is offended or feels in any type of way this is how it's coming out for a reason and if you feel convicted by it it's for a reason you know ask god like god why am i hearing this right now why am i currently on this podcast hearing this it's for a reason it ain't by accident if you know a person who needs to hear this share it with them you know you could help a person out there who needs to hear this you know it wouldn't be right for us to just always talk about the blessings of god talk about having faith in god talking about having trust in god but where does it begin from where does it all start from where does it all start from and it starts from being saved it starts from you giving your life to christ and accepting jesus as your lord and personal savior there is more to it but unless you do that 
you cannot just say I have faith in God. He's going to do this for me. But are you, are you a true believer? Do you believe that Jesus raised from the dead in three days? Do you believe he was persecuted for your sake and saved you from the wrath of God, the judgment of God that in hell is going to be an everlasting fire? Do you believe? (laughs) It's very serious. serious. And everything we're saying is actually from the Bible itself. There's scriptures. If you want us to go deeper in the scriptures, let us know. We can go back and get the scriptures for you. Right now, we're just speaking to you guys as brothers to brothers, sister to sister, just to give you guys an understanding that salvation is very meaningful as a Christian. And if you're not a Christian as yet, Yet it is time. It's important. It is time. What does the Bible say about salvation? Acts 16 verse 30 to 33. The scripture says, And he brought them out and said, Sir, what must I do to be saved? So they said, Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved, you and your household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in the house. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their stripes. And immediately he and all his family were baptized. Amen. Amen. This was an example used in the Bible to show you what you need to do to be saved. The jailer was asking what they must do, what he must do to be saved. And instead of him being saved, he and his household became saved and believed in Jesus. Points that we have for you and from the scripture that we just read is you need to believe in God. You need to believe in the Lord Jesus. Everything that he has done for you, everything that he did, him dying on the cross and resurrected in three days. You can't be a half-hearted Christian. You have to believe in the whole Bible and everything it says regarding Jesus. And I really like this scripture, Romans 10 verse 13. The scripture says, for whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. So it's so important for you to call on the name of Jesus because that's how you're going to be saved. And that's how you're able to start a new life, being cleansed and washed away from all your sins and repenting from your ways. Upon you being saved, you need to repent and you also need to be baptized. So there's two baptisms. There's a baptism of the Holy Spirit and being baptized with water, which is very important. Some of the things that we are saved from is the wrath of God. Jesus saved us from going to hell. Jesus saved us from the sin that the enemy has put upon us and also we are saved from our flesh. Our flesh is majority of the time is the reason why we're falling into sin. Another really important point is obviously as humans, we can't always be perfect, right? But it's about you trying your best to not sin. Obviously, we were born of sin, right? So it's easy for us to um, sin all the time. But it's for you to try to not sin. You can't say, oh yeah, like, um, I've been doing this act, but yeah, it's hard for me. Da-da-da-da. Yes, it's hard for you, but have you prayed about it? Have you asked God to help you? A lot of our answers, as I've um, told you guys in our previous episodes, is in the Bible. You know, the Bible is able to help you through anything, through everything, right? So if you're having a problem, the first thing you need to do is to pray and to open up your Bible and say, God, I need you to help me. I need you to allow me to, if I was you, what I would do is I would pray first and then I would open up the um, Bible and say, God, I need you to help me. I need the Holy Spirit to come upon me to help me to overcome this sin. Obviously it won't happen straight away all the time. Yeah, at times it will, but other times it won't. But that isn't an excuse for you to say, oh yeah, it's not working. No, continue to pray about it. Continue to have that as a daily thing for me personally i've been praying a lot about certain things and i've noticed that it won't happen like now but the more i pray about it i notice that you know what this isn't really happening anymore because i've been praying about it and the more you pray about it the more it's um it's okay and it's not as bad as it was previously you know everything when it comes to christians it's about having like 
progress it's about being a part of this um journey with god in your highs and your lows you know and for you to acknowledge as well that you know what i am in my low that's okay but the fact that you're able to see that you know what i've come really far that's the most important thing okay guys um i hope you've all enjoyed this episode i know it may have came across quite harsh or whatever but you know we we can't always as i said already sugarcoat things for you this is the truth and this is what god wants you to know for ages like he's been telling me that you know what do an episode on salvation explaining the importance of being saved you know um and i haven't really listened i have in the sense where i've allowed um other people to talk about how they were saved but i really do feel like this episode was long needed and i'm happy that it's now out i'm happy that you know people are actually able to hear you know the importance of this whole um his word thing in the first place his word isn't only about testimonies it's for us to be able to help people to um find god is is for us to be able to allow people to learn about god more you know I, I know a lot of people don't actually attend church but if we were able to help someone or to encourage someone to attend church or help someone or encourage someone to open their um, bible or to pray that's the most important thing and we're so happy to show in it that we're able to help a person out there yeah and if you guys do have a testimony please do not hesitate to um, contact us we're always available we're always happy to hear them you know we have plenty more exciting and um, testimonies to come some that will shock you some that will humble you and others that will you know make you cry but that's all a part of being you know of hearing testimonies you know it it takes you on a journey of life through another person's experiences you know it's amazing to hear them so you know stay tuned yeah um so yeah we just want to encourage you guys just during this time we might not know what you're going through but I hope this message speaks to one of you just to seek God during this time. This is probably the best time for you to seek God because now you're able to spend some quality time with God. Just surrender yourself and just cry out to God. He will hear you. He's always ready to hear you. You just need to take that step of faith and just to seek God during this time and just allow God to do what he needs to do in your life. And you will see the glory of God upon your life. And guys, please remember, his word is God's word. His word is God's word. word.